Joe, you better get that pop filter on or I'll give you worms. 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 Give me a moment's peace and take out that trash. We pay taxes for people to come and take the garbage. Hey, listen, Greeny, no more sneaking rides to the junkyard. Yeah, man, take a taxi when you want to go to the junkyard. Hello and welcome to Hot Trash Unlimited, the show where me, Caleb, and me, Joe, sit down and watch movies uh, that we hope we'll, we can ironically enjoy. Joe, what did we watch this week? Straight out of Japan, Goro Miyazaki's Earwig and the Witch. Anybody who choose me would be pretty unusual. <gasps> we'll take this one. For the first time in my life, I'm being made to do something I don't want to do. Now then, let's you and I get a few things straight. My name is Bella Yaga. I'm a witch. Great! You agree that you'll teach me magic, and I agree to help you out. If you work really hard, I shan't do anything to hurt you. Studio Ghibli, baby! Oh boy! Now you may be thinking to yourself, why would you do such a beloved uh, studio like Studio Ghibli? This ain't this ain't the Miyazaki we, Miyazaki you think it is. It's not even the other guy who made uh who made Grave of the Fireflies. It's not the other one either. This is a uh, the latest mistake from Goro Miyazaki, a man who I have a vast headcanon around, mainly that he was just enjoying landscaping for most of his life, and then the pressures of society crushed down on him, and he's like, "All right, I'll make the tales of Earth Sea." And not only did most people not like it, his father hated it. <laughs> then he made from Poppy from up on Poppy Hill, which most people seem to like. So like there's a win. He's like nine years later. It's my comeback. A little TV show. I forget the name of it, but it's 3D animated. And he's like, why don't I bring this to a studio that has only ever done 2D animation? Mm-hmm. What's this movie about? So we have dear little Erica Wig or formerly named Earwig by her uh, mother, who is a witch, who just leaves her at an orphanage because witches are chasing her, and she'll, she'll be back. It might be years later, but she'll be back. We never see those witches. No, we don't. Um, dropped off at an orphanage, gets adopted by another witch named Bella Yaga, and her roommate, the Mandrake, I guess. Housemate, um, captor, boy toy. It's kind of vague. It's very vague. And so Earwig goes to this house erica her name's earwig it doesn't matter um abomination to look at and character goes to the house and is the servant she's mad so she's like i'm gonna give bella yaga some ha- extra pair of hands that's what she really wants but there's about an hour before we get to that point there's about an hour before we get to anything relevant in the story just it really gives up on trying to tell a like a cohesive narrative yeah about 10 minutes in, I'd say. Yeah, let's see. 15, 15. Cut it some slack. Man, I feel so bad for, for Goro. <laughs> nah, if he made a better movie, I wouldn't feel so bad. So we'll save the elephant in the room for a little bit later on, I think. But let's just talk about Earwig as a character. Goro wanted Earwig to be a little bit different than other Ghibli characters. Ghibli characters, you know, their kids, their kids like Kiki and uh, who's the main kid in Poinio? Sosuke. Yeah, Sosuke. They're like pretty self-sustaining. They're pretty uh, polite, you know. Shihiro. Yeah. Which one's that one? Spirited Away. Yeah, yeah. Uh, She's probably the rudest of them, I'd say, um, in general. But even then, that's more of her situation. They're always they're always here to get down to get to work. Sophie is probably the closest to her situation is probably the closest to this movie. 
Earwig is none of these things. Earwig is a manipulative little brat whose whole goal in this movie is to control everyone around her. Because she controlled everything at the orphanage. Yeah, and you think there's going to be the, there's this part where she's like, oh, the Mandrake controls all these demons. Like, I controlled people at the orphanage. And you think that that's going to be the part where she's like, that was wrong of me. But no, it becomes, I should do that here. (laughs) And the movie ends with her being like, I can boss everyone around. Obviously, this movie has has a certain visual flaw that we'll get to. But I think even beyond that, the character is a very ugly character just from how they act. Earwig's and very ugly. Her design is pretty ugly. Like, I don't know. I, it looks like she has like mantis pinchers as her hair. That's what I've thought the entire time. And it's just not, it's not very like, it's not a cute character design, I don't think. But then there's moments when she like takes a bath and like her hair's down. And I'm like, why wasn't that her design? Because I feel like there's part of this movie that is trying to be the opposite of a Ghibli movie. It's 3D animated. The character is unlike... A brat. (laughs) Yeah, the character is a brat. I feel like there's subtle jabs to other ones. Like, there's this part where she asks Bella Yaga if she flies a broom. And Bella Yaga is like, what? No, my clientele's respectable. Why would I fly a broom? And I just look over in our living room and I see my Kiki's poster and I'm like, what are you trying to say, Goro? They have Thomas the Coward, the Cowardly Cat. Uh, Thomas is pretty much just copy and paste of of Gigi, just not as Phil Hartman-y. Bella Yaga is disgusting to look at. I'm trying to think, okay, let's just dive in. This movie is God ugly. It yeah. looks like a PS3 game. That's giving it a lot of credit, man. I was trying to figure out a movie that I think it looked like, and I'm like, it looks a little bit better than Food Fight, but I can't think of a movie. Maybe like, I was going to say like Polar Express, but Polar Express has so much more character and life. It has like this... Kind of like artistic thing. Like everybody looks almost paper mache in a way. It's because I don't think the 3D animation like is the problem. I think it's part of a bigger problem, which is that it's a bad movie. But well, you know, I just feel like the characters move so stiffly. Their faces only like one part emotes at a time. And the movements are just like there's no life to it. Yeah, which I get it. It doesn't it doesn't look good or anything, but I don't think it being 3D is like an inherent flaw. Like, okay, maybe maybe Ghibli doesn't really know how to work with this kind of animation, but the the art direction itself isn't the problem. When they start putting the color into it, when you get down to the movement and stuff, that's where it kind of falls apart for me. Just cuz everything is ugly to look at. I do think the character designs are a problem though because these look like there's the 3D uh, fairly odd parents. Oh yeah. yeah. The Jimmy Timmy power hour crossover. Yeah. Yeah. And all of them look terrifying because they weren't 2D. meant to be in this type of animation. I look at, I look like I look at Bella Yaga and I look at the Mandrake. And I'm like, yeah, those were supposed to be 2d characters. Mm-hmm. These were people designing 3d characters who had no idea what they were doing. I like the Mandrake overall though. His, his, I, I think his design works the best. Yeah. He's he doesn't the, emote much. He doesn't emote, but that's because his like actual physical form shifts. And I think he has the best voice actor. Richard E. Grant voices him. You're telling me Casey Musgraves is not the most. In her two lines. She needs to sing that song over and over again. Earwig's mom shows up at the beginning and drops her off at the orphanage. Voiced by Casey Musgraves. We occasionally see her in flashbacks. And a song that is continually played throughout the movie. Don't Mm -hmm. disturb me. Yeah. And then at the very end, Earwig is like, I have got everyone to do what I want. It's just my best friend Custard or Manslave or whatever he's supposed to be won't visit me. And then you see Custard and then you see a woman with Custard. 
and it's Earwig's mother. And then the movie ends. This movie is missing a third act desperately, desperately missing a third act. It has a setup, a long drawn out hour of nothing happening. And then like 20 minutes of a second act. Yeah. So the, the tension in the thing is that, so Earwig has been taken from the orphanage where she's happy because she can control things into this place. She can't control things and she just does stuff. And like, she'll lots of sweeping. Yeah. Lots of sweeping. There are the pieces there, right? Like, She wants to control things, so she tries to find a way to control Bella Yaga. But there are so many steps in between, and there's so long of, like, stretches of payoff. So her and the cat, they brew a spell to protect them from Bella Yaga's magic. But that doesn't matter for, like, 40 minutes. Mm -hmm. And so by the time you get to the part of the spell working, it's so underwhelming. Okay, also, did the spell not work because, like, did the worms just not go for them because of the thing? Or did it make the spell weaker? Because that was the most underwhelming worms will get you. It was just like a, like, it was a lot of worms to be, to be sure. But it was a puddle of worms at the end of the day. It's not like they filled up her room or anything. Well, that's because she had the spell. Is it? Is it? Or is it just because they just didn't attack her? Within those 30 minutes, you have the tension between Bella, who's like, I'm going to give you worms if you don't do what I say. But we know that she has the spell. As far as we know, the spell has worked. So there's no tension in those 30 minutes. Mm -hmm. And then she's just like, she's just an idiot. We're like, she'll look into the Mandrake's room and she'll see him playing the organ, playing the song that she's listened to like 12 times now. And she'll look up and she'll see the vinyl of Earwig, Do Not Disturb Me, on his wall. And then she'll be like, man, I really have to figure out how I can get out of this house. Like, no information. All the information is solely for the viewers, nothing for Earwig. There is no, like, potential for growth. And and Earwig just doesn't grow. She gets her way at the end, and, like, they're a big, happy family now. Like, they're at dinner, and the Mandrake, the Mandrake's giving her his manuscripts for a book he's writing, I guess. And she keeps, like, saying nice things to them, and you're like, oh, she's starting to care. But then she'll be like, and I said this so I could control them like I did at the orphanage. And Bella Yaga's like smiling to her at dinner. It's it's weird. I don't. I I guess I can see like the Mandrake starting to care for her because she doesn't like directly annoy him. But Bella Yaga, I don't get. It's like that thing where like at some point in all of Hayo's movies, the villain turns good, or at least you start to understand them more. Like yeah. he he only really has like one or two real villains. And so Baba, you start to like, you yeah. start to like, uh, Dola becomes a good guy in Castle in the Sky. And so you get that, and like, I, Gora wants that turn here, and it doesn't work. And you know who the real villain is? Whoever keeps telling Goro to make movies. We laughed once in this movie. <laughs> One singular time. Mandrake's really mad, so, and he controls these demons. Who are just tornadoes at this point. Oh, hi, Cersei. All right, Cersei. Thank you for bringing in your loudest toy into the recording studio. Oh, wait. Are you done? Okay. Now she's done. Um, And the demons have just been little tornadoes at this point. Yeah. And so we finally see them march out. They're just like little round demons with tridents. And, you know, they kind of look like normal demons. And then this one just comes up to Earwig. Has has its little pitchfork, has a little egg on his head. He stares for a second and goes, wow. And then just keeps on marching. Unlike everything else in the movie, this is perfectly timed. (laughs) (laughs) And maybe it's because we've just been starved of anything enjoyable for the past two hours or hour. But I busted a gut. It was really funny. And you and you said right there, you said two hours. 
This movie's only an hour, 22 minutes, but God, it felt longer. Because nothing happened. I joke about how Kiki's is a movie about nothing happening, and to an extent, like, nothing happens. It's a celebration of the mundane, yeah, for sure. Like, it's just a girl going through her life. Nothing happens in this movie. But you know, Kiki does grow. Mm-hmm. And you know, say what you want about, uh, you know, weaker, weaker uh, Heyo movies. Neither of us are front fans of Porcaroso. I don't like Totoro that much. Yeah, I think you can definitely find great elements of those. Totoro is awesome, by the way. It's one of his best movies. Joe does not know what he's talking about. But uh, I, besides that one moment with the wow, and I guess I'll give the songs fine. I don't think there's anything here. Like, I think it's so empty. Let me transition. You made a nice segue with the song. What was the musical, like, point of the musical theme in this movie? Because there's a, the, like, the thumbnail for this on HBO Max is Earwig, screw, like, yelling into a microphone. In a different art style, because if they did the art style in the movie, then no one would watch this. Also, this scene never happens. No, it doesn't. I There's no point in this, like, band thing that, that uh, Bella Yaga, Earwig's mom, and the Mandrake used to have. Oh, and the unnamed bassist. This feels like the first draft of a script. Like, it's just like they have some like sticky notes on the wall and they're like, just like, just give us things. What are things? Witches. Cool. We've done witches before music. Awesome. Music's great. Okay. What else? And then everyone left and it was just Goro in this room. (laughs) (laughs) I can build buildings. I can build a movie. Like it, it feels so incomplete and it's like, you see a bunch of seeds of things, but they just need to start rearranging cutting scenes, like feeling out, maybe switch up some of the characters. Like it feels like when you hear any animated movie, what it was supposed to be when they started. And then like five years when they finally make it, how it's like, wow, that would have been insane. I'm glad they had someone to reel it in. (laughs) No one reeled it in. (laughs) The only good thing I can say about this is like allegedly how it was going to make another movie now because (laughs) this one was so bad. Like I, I, that's just rumors, but who knows? He did come out of retirement again. So maybe if that happens, oh, I feel so bad for Goro. Like, ah, just imagine family dinner. (laughs) (laughs) With disappointed Hal. Yeah. Like he never seemed like a good father anyway. No, he's one of those like creative geniuses, you know, is just awful to be around, but like makes such great art. Uh, Goro, go back to landscape. Like, this is clearly not the field for you. Man, and I guess this movie does show you just how much of the quality in any animated movie is in the art style. And just like how much character and personality comes out. So, Joe, you have anything else to say? We have to rate the movie. Well, that's why I wanted to make sure I wasn't cutting you off. Oh, no, I thought you were trying to wrap things up, but I'm trying to wrap things up. Caleb, yeah. what's your rating of this movie? Uh, this movie is confounding. This movie is bad and largely forgettable. I hope I forget it. I will always know because it's a it's a Ghibli movie. I'm never gonna really forget it, but mm. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna remember anything that happened in this movie because nothing happened. No, no. Casey Musgraves came at the end. Is she Custard's mom now? <laughs> I don't know. Who is Mandrake? Is Mandrake Earwig's father? Because there's that scene where they almost kissed. Who are these 12 witches who are chasing Casey Musgraves? So is the is the, is the reason Mus, Casey Musgraves can come back is because Earwig has filled the role. Once a witch leaves, they must be filled by another witch. Well, we will only know in Earwig and the Witch 2, The Reckoning. Coming never. Please, God, Goro quit. 